I was thinking about some celebrities and how a few of them, when I think of them, represent constructs more than an actual person. The thing about a construct is that it doesn't have to just be this abstract thing outside of you or outside of anybody else. You can create a construct out of a human. And when you do that, or when the industry does that with a celebrity, with a young or older, still wide-eyed, hopeful, maybe been through some trauma, and then they're given this grand opportunity, they're going to jump on it, obviously. It's a huge shift from the hell that they've been facing, but little do they know that a lot of the time, if they haven't constructed their own self, their character, what they believe, their values, then they're walking into another type of hell. So as I look at, at some of the tragedy that falls on some of these celebrities, it makes me think that somebody else created their construct. They are a living image of something that someone else created for them. So when that's taken away from them, here's one scenario, when that's taking, taken away from them, then they're nothing without that construct. Worse than that, because everything is conditional in a certain part of the 3D world, that construct can be altered by someone outside of the person holding and being and beaming that construct. Meaning they can be blackballed, sure, but also they could be they could be given the fault for a tragedy. They could be given, you know, and this doesn't take the responsibility away from that construct. The construct is the construct. But I am a stern believer that there is an energy on the planet that is trying to darken the space that we live in, this place called Earth. The cool thing is, is that by you listening to this, you are an active participant in constructing your construct. And that's exciting because there's more and more people lighting up. We are light workers on this planet. And by lighting ourselves up, we give others permission to light themselves up. We make up the new normal by the way that we live. Welcome back to your favorite podcast about miracles. My name is Jonathan Navi, and I am your grateful host, and this is the Wake Up and Smell the Miracles podcast, reminding you that a miracle is not an exception to the rule. It is the natural order of things. When miracles don't happen, that is the exception. Allow yourself to begin to realize that you are miraculous. You are magical. Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing. Zero. Zip. It's all true, and it's all for you. Let's get started. It is truly a great honor to bring you this episode today. At the time that I am recording, it is December 21st, 2021. And for those that are in the know and those that aren't, that means that today is the winter solstice. Now, the winter solstice symbolizes a shift into days getting longer again. This is the darkest day of the year because it is the shortest day of the year. It symbolizes a transfer into the energy of spring, into the energy of light onto the planet again. So, with that energy and with that excitement, I'm here to bring you a spectacular episode. A spectacular episode titled, 
alias. In other words, we're going to talk about the concept of alter ego, a concept that has been used a millennia over and it has helped humanity and certain humans utilize an energy that they don't believe is theirs to transform and then transmute, transcend, and integrate these other character traits that live in the alias or the alter ego. So let's get started because this is going to be a doozy. It's going to be a good one, and I'm really excited about it. These voices, these voices, I hear them, hear them, hear them. I follow, I follow. These are the results of a thousand electric thoughts, things that make me want to speak up and give you the robust truth. I spent centuries and generations trying to learn and understand how to get to this place where I can release it all. And maybe I had some alias and other names along the way, but here I am, completed as all. And I'm always evolving, learning, and growing. And I know that all you need is a bit of remembrance, a remembrance that takes you to the truth of your being so that you can sit at the throne of what you were meant to have dominion over. So this is your home. This is your heart. This is your truth. I'm just a reflection for you to pick apart and choose if you want to walk with it, if you want to put it in your pocket. Life is about this thing. It's skyrocketing over your dreams and landing to a place where anything is possible again, but with more possibility. Yes, a paradox that I'm walking, a paradox that I'm living. I speak to it eloquently so that we can all start singing a little bit more throughout the day, because this isn't going to work unless you decide to play. Make some belief, make believe. What are the things that you desire to really achieve? Are they the ones that make you want to get up and dance, show everybody that you don't give a care if anybody judges, because you know the truth. It all boils back to the truth, and if you have a practice, then you got this, and it's the fountain of youth. I love some of these episodes because it gives me a chance to go into story time. And anytime I implement a story into one of these episodes, it's for the deliberate purpose of delivering the message. And the message is about alias, so we have to go back. See, between the ages of 11 and really maybe 21, the music that I strongly listened to was hip-hop, was rap. I was introduced to Eminem in sixth grade, and I remember visualizing the Eminem candy dancing around saying my name is. I hadn't heard the song, I hadn't watched the video. Friends at school were saying, have you seen this? And, and when I finally watched, hi, my name is, something happened within me. I became obsessed with this musician named Marshall Mathers, Eminem, AKA Slim Shady. And it was the first time I was introduced to a dual identity. And as I learned about his story and how he went from being Eminem to having something snap inside of him, and by the way, little fun fact, he was a Christian rapper as Eminem when his first album came out, which was uh, 
Infinite. Wow, what a beautiful name. Infinite. He had songs like, It's a Broke Day, But Everything is Okay. And that wasn't received well. So when something in him snapped, he called it Slim Shady. And perhaps that was a nickname that his friends gave him. But he now had not just a rap name, which was Eminem, but he had an alter ego. And this alter ego allowed him to go deep into the depths of the darkness. The darkness fueled with genius. He had skill. He applied it. He got better and better. And Eminem introduced me to D12. D12 was a rap group of his where each of the members had an alter ego. They had their own names, their real names, and they had their rap names, but then they also had their alter egos. And I remember hearing a story about how the Wu-Tang Clan really initiated this. The Wu-Tang Clan is a very iconic rap group. It has members like the RZA, Method Man, Ghostface Killa, the Jizza, and plenty... Oh, and let's not forget the old dirty bastard, ODB. Uh, along with other uh, characters that that are, don't come to the top of my mind, but I fully respect. Um, the RZA, who I would call the leader of the Wu-Tang Clan, wrote a book called The Tao of the Wu, where he explains the journey, but also the spiritual faculties that enabled them to to live the life that they were living thrive and transform and utilize the concept of an alter ego he even mentions spider-man and peter parker in there in the same way where peter parker is a failure he's a kid he's trying to to figure stuff out but he always does what's right and as his double identity spider-man he has all the confidence to swing and fight for what is right to make mistakes and fix them just like his human peter parker side and i remember hearing or reading about how beyonce had to transform into sasha fierce in order to perform within destiny's child so it's a very strong concept around creating your own alter ego construct that you can tap into so that you can bust through anxiety, nervousness, limitations based on who you, you believe yourself to be. Because if you can flip a switch and play a character that doesn't have the limitations that you perceive or have been told you have, you can dominate a stage, you can dominate a, a room, you can bless the world with the way you dominate your presence. So this concept has been a very heavy influence on me for a very long time. So did I want to create an alter ego? Sure. Did I? Maybe. Uh, the first time I, I gave myself a rap name was uh, when I performed my junior year of high school in front of my entire school, my own original lyrics in a rap song um, in front of everybody at a rally. And the name that I chose back then was Johnny SPM. Uh, take out the H in Johnny. Um, and SPM stood for Skilled Professional Man. And I had that with me for a little bit. But when I got to college, I... Uh, actually joined a rap group. We were called The Docs, Paradox. And the leader of that group, I would say, is a gentleman named Typhoon. 
Um, we also had a gentleman named John Coltrane and myself, and I was going by the name Jay Nav, and it wasn't one that I chose for myself. Somebody started calling me that. I was like, oh my God, I finally have a nickname, and ran with it. Because when I went to school, there was about seven different Jonathans, and none of them went by their actual name. And meaning they had different nicknames. And when Typhoon at some point was like, JNav, JNav Navi Navigator, that's when Navigator came to the forefront and showed me this aspect of myself. It was the introduction of embodying and becoming the cosmic navigator. After he gave me the name, I started playing with the word navigation. I mean, my last name has the word nav in it. So I felt that it was very, very symbolic. And I wasn't even woke back then. And as it started to form this name of the cosmic navigator, I started to own it and really explore what that could possibly mean. And in my spiritual journey in 2012, there's a website called 3HO. There are some monks that will pray on your behalf and give you your spiritual name. Mine happened to be Navtej Luminous. Navtej, Nav means God's ever renewing energy. Well, God's lying. So Nav is God's lying. Tej is God's ever renewing energy. Um, and I resonated with that because I felt like I could generate energy at will that I could give and give and not be as drained as a lot of other people when they give and give and give. And that was before learning that I had to take care of myself as I give and give and give and replenish and the art of giving and receiving. So as that happened, I started to, to tell people, oh, my name is Navtej Luminous. But I never made a full switch to that is my only name. I wanted to inhabit everything. So I've had names from Johnny SPM to J Nav, Jonathan, John, Johnny, Cosmic Navigator, Navtej Luminous. And I'm sure the list can go on and on with the different names that I have. And something that I didn't do is just utilize one. I feel like I am the embody of all of them at any given time. And I don't need to flip a switch. I can when it's necessary to embody an alter ego. But I honestly feel that I don't have to because it's all part of the pond that I can swim in at any given time. I wanna swim in that part of the pond. I wanna swim in that part. And there's never a fallacy or break in the person and the character that I've worked so hard to, to perfect. And I know it's not perfect, but I put in a lot of work in that work, the act of, Doing the work is what is perfect on the journey. Nothing is ever completed in the moment. There's always room for growth. But I also didn't want to be one way in one situation and another way in another situation. I wanted to grow and integrate into the capacity of all the different characters that I can inhabit. So I am still Naptes Luminous. And I call on that name whenever I feel like I need a little bit more gusto, a little bit more presence, because for me, that alter ego is the ascended master or the higher self version of me. And I'm able to have conversations with all these different traits and characters without being a crazy person. I can stop and think, wait a minute, am I being crazy? Is this something that I even wanna share with the world? And the answer is yes, because I'm not being crazy. I am hopefully explaining a few things that might scare 
someone upon stumbling upon it. And then they keep to themselves. But this is a time where you need to realize that you're not crazy. We all have voices in our head. And there is a condition where people don't actually have that inner monologue, which is totally cool and different. Um, but when it comes to, to inhabiting and utilizing all these characters within you, it's important to, to instigate a practice and make it part of your identity that you're able to move through the different characters within you. You're able to observe as a spectator and decide in that moment who you want to choose to show up as. We've all heard that, that you're different. You're a different person when you're with your, your best friend, than when you're with your lover, than when you're with your mother, than when you're, you're with your father or, or your brothers or sisters or when you're in front of a priest, or when you're in front of a porn star. You're a different person. And it's important to look at that to make sure there's no huge disconnect. And that's why I like to, to speak to the fact that the integration and acceptance of all these and then investigation is crucial because there's a huge power in designing, creating, and allowing your alter ego to channel to flow, to dominate the presence of this space in a way that blesses everybody. When you are given an additional name, a nickname, an alter ego, or an alias, you are given a fresh new energy. So when we do the work to craft your character, when you idealize a actualized self, there are some part of you that understands this is a possibility and this is a reality that already exists and you're just there trying to figure out how to, how to merge the sequence from the scene of where you currently find yourself and the scene of your actualized self. But the cool thing is through our imagination, through our power of imagination, we're able to, to create actual conversations. We're able to tap into a future actualized self. And we don't even have to bring the past or the future into this because in the realm of quantum physics, these realities are side by side. So technically, if you wanted to get a little wild and crazy, you could talk to a version of yourself in this state that's in a different situation to get the advice that you need. If you are interested in this concept, um, look into Mind Valley's Burt Goldman quantum jumping. He explains it very well, and this is what introduced me to the concept with uh, instruction. So I thought of these things before, I'd utilized them before, um, and this just took it to another level. And once I had that, a lot of the superhero shows and movies that I watched going forward had a different meaning when they, they dealt with time travel and speaking to other versions of themselves. So it's not a new concept. It's been around for a long, long, long time. The exciting part is that if you go to 3HO or if you have a mentor give you a nickname or have this conversation or it just comes to you in meditation, honor this new name. You don't have to share it with anybody if you don't want to. There's actually more power in holding a vibrational name within you and not sharing it with anybody if you're the only one who knows. But that's another level. You can create and shape a character. Give it a name. Receive a name. This happens all the time in spiritual communities. They do this in India 
for very strategic reasons. And I'm asking you to investigate, to explore this concept, and really just start wondering, if I had another name, what would it be? Just set that question and intention out there and see what comes through. Because there's nothing more powerful than embodying a new energy. And you can do this all on your own. People can do their coaching. People can, can sign up for therapy. They can have transformation. And it's great. It's a process. You're still you throughout the process and you're changing. I believe that the alter ego concept gives you an immediate shift into a new reality. You can embody it for five seconds or the entire day. It's up to you. You can utilize it at your will and command. And sometimes it can pop in and save your life, save your ass. It'll save you from something like all of a sudden, like where you would have reacted a certain way, you react differently in a healthier, healing, magical way. That's powerful. That's powerful when you start to notice those things. You're given grand power just by being you. And you're not really taught how to, how to elevate and expand these powers that we're naturally wired with. So when you start investigating and walking towards those places, then you're able to show up in different ways with new tools that can just dazzle and make the day not just for one person, but for a lot of people. You have this power in your hands. Dr. Wayne Dyer once said that I am much bigger than I physically appear. You are not just a body having a spiritual experience. You are a spirit having a human experience. I am realistic. I expect miracles. Miracles are the norm. Miracles are the new normal. When you think about what you are, yes, you're a person, personality in a body, in a body that has lived a certain amount of time. But you understand that there are auras, that you have chakras, that there is energy all around you. The body is filled with meridians. Meridians are energetic highways of the body. This is all documented and proven to be real at this point. So as you know that these are very real things, that means that you are actually more than just your body. I mean, when you play with an energy ball by making one in your hand, you actually feel the energy expanding or detracting. So try to imagine your body and feel it expand and grow energetically. Feel it rise up into a tube of light, reaching up all the way to the central sun that runs our universe, the sun in our galaxy. Feel deep into the depths of the earth. Feel the warmth of the earth's core rising up and warming your body as you feel this expansive aspect of yourself. You are more than what you appear. And as this more, you are able 
to give it a name. Perhaps it already has a name. Perhaps it's been with you all along. And this is just the reminder to utilize this presence, this tube of light, this energetic feeling of creation. The space is yours to own. And it's time to shine forth as the greatest vision of the grandest version you ever thought yourself to be. Take the time to tune in, tap in, turn on to the possibilities, turn on the lights, because you are needed. You are the light worker. You are the way shower. You are here for a reason, and it's time to take that character to utilize your names because you have more and more names than you could conceive of. Grab one, utilize it. Step forth like the burning blaze of fire that created you. You are the deal. You are incredibly important. You are the answer to many people's prayer. And they're waiting, waiting for the song that your soul has been yearning to sing. Step into the energy of dance. Move your body. Allow your hands to rise and welcome in the glory and energy of the spirit that brought you to this incarnation. You're here for a reason and there is a joy. A joy waiting to spurt out like a sprinkler, watering the lands around itself water the lands around you that allow your space and environments to bloom this energy is more contagious than anything that could impact your planet today you are the cure you are the miracuro the miracle cure that has been healed that it is healing the energies around you you are a gift even in the depths of frustration, even in the depths of not being able to budge or see the light, you are the gift. There are no accidents. You are simply coinciding with the magic of the timeline you have chosen to inhabit, and you are just remembering. You are remembering your truth. You are listening and taking that which is yours that which resonates the most, and leaving the rest. For if it doesn't serve you, you no longer need to carry it. You no longer need to share it with others. You can remove it from your reality as something that once existed, but is so not you anymore. And that is the beauty of being able to tap in to all of these energies. In storytelling, there's always a plot, and usually a plot twist. It doesn't matter what timeline or how you shift, you'll always have the plot and the plot twists. The plot rises from your soul. It must be heard. It is like time messing back when you mess with time. There is a set intention point in your soul of things that you desire to experience. And you could go to the bottomist of bottomist to experience them, or 
You can gain your awareness and acceptance in this moment. Take whatever is happening in your circumstances and rise up from here. You can alter the timeline, but the plot twist never changes. So are you prepared? Do you have enough characters in your back pocket? Do you have enough acuity to know that unconsciously your soul and your higher self are always working for your highest good? This should allow you to settle into this acceptance. Always accept and tap into a character that does the things that get you to where you want to go in divine and perfect timing. Nothing is by accident. There are no coincidences. And if you are listening to this, you have the awareness to know that you have the power. Your hand is on the steering wheel. You are the captain. You are the master navigator. You are traveling through a space and time that you have brought yourself to. You have chosen, you have made contracts to be a gift and a blessing in other people's lives. Even if you're perceived as a villain, if you know in your heart that's not what you were trying to do, you have agreed in a soul contract to play that role. My wife loves to say someone had to be the Thanos. And whoever played Thanos, Josh Brolin, did it spectacularly. Something always arises in the story that forces the main character to grow, to evolve. And that can't happen without the thing that forges the human. So accept, accept your reality and tap into a character that makes your reality the reality you desire it to be. The old saying, the higher the level, the bigger the devil, is not to discourage you or to put fear in you. It's to remind you that you're here to grow, to evolve beyond your physical form. That is where your tools and resources lie. There is no back pocket full of tools that is just a metaphor. Maybe you have more than just a back pocket full of tools. Maybe you have a giant bag. Maybe you have baggage. Have you investigated lately? Look at your baggage and get rid of 70% of it. Keep the good. Keep the good. Keep the good. You are the good. You are the gold. And remember that life is just a reflection of you. No, not in a narcissistic way, but we are all here for each other. I am because we are. We are because I've decided that I am what I am. And if we've given the gift of knowing that the I am is one of the most powerful words you can use to shape your reality. You can utilize it for good. You don't need to use it for parlor tricks. You can, it's fun. But you can use it for the greatest and highest version of the greatest vision you ever held about who you are. 
So remember, remember, every single day, make it a practice to investigate, to tap in, and to define your, your alter ego, your alias. I want to make it specifically clear. I am in no way encouraging you to live a double identity, to lie about who you are. What I'm saying is I want you to expand into the immensity that you are. If you're familiar with epigenetics, you know that we are all wired with every single DNA like everyone else. But the reason you suffer from family, uh, what do they call it? Uh, inherited diseases, blah, 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 that bullshit, um, is not because of your family line. It is because you're in an environment that has created those DNA activations within you, like diabetes or cancer or whatever else they ask you at the doctor's office if you have a medical history of or your family does. That is epigenetics. It's literally being and putting yourself in the environment that is the most beneficial and healthier for your development. Your skin tone, your voice, your height, all of that can change by utilizing the power of epigenetics. And if we step away from epigenetics into what we're talking about here, you are wired with every single character that has ever existed and will exist. And when you put yourself in a focused corridor and keep in your lane, you will learn more about yourself. You will know thyself in ways that allow you to tap in without betraying yourself or pretending to be something that you're not. You are you and who you are is more than enough. And we're also on this earth and nothing sits at a middle ground. It will always be growing or decaying. So as you are you, you can have a lot more fun, a lot more compassion, a lot more power, a lot more joy when you tap into the alias of your choosing. When you investigate and find out that that alias was always there. Now it just has a name. Now you get to have fun with it. Now you get to experience the real magic. And that's not for everybody. And if that's not for you, I still ask and suggest that you look into these things. I mean, there's so many books written on this concept. There's so many fictional scripts and stories and movies and shows that go into these. And yes, it's entertainment. When you just sit there passively, you are being programmed to, to think and feel certain things. But when you sit there actively, you are literally in a training simulation. You have mirror neurons that go into your body that now teach you how to solve a case, that teach you what to do in crisis mode. That's the beauty and the gift of entertainment. The curse is that when you passively just receive all of that without control or awareness, you're being programmed with things that then pop up and you wonder where that came from. And that age-old expression, that's so not me, I'm so sorry. That wasn't me, I don't know who that was. But if you get to know yourself, you can objectify those characters that don't serve you. 
They don't fight. They only fight when they're unconscious. When you become conscious of all that is within you, when you start to shine a light into who and what you are, you will gain more truths, you will gain more clarity, and you will gain more acuity to maneuver where you want to go at any given time. That's the beauty of the alias. So if you've ever held a vision or an image of someone outside of yourself that you admire, I am reminding you that they are a mirror of what is within you. We are all connected. We are all part of each other. You are just another me in temporary expression. Yes, that is so. A lot of things don't make sense. But when this starts to, to envelop your being, when this starts to soak into your blood and your cells, what you desire to activate within your DNA will begin to show through your face, through your voice, through your height, through your swagger, through the way that you move, through the way that you connect to a stranger, to the way that you reconnect to those that you love. This is the line in the sand. You are being given a choice and I'm giving you that choice right now. You don't have to say yes or no. I'm just reminding you that you're being given a choice right now. And if you choose no, you will be given another choice at some point today. You're always given that choice because you are never denied. And that's exciting. That is not overwhelming. That is one of the coolest things that we get to play with here in the human realm. And that's what I'm talking about. The world is a stage and we're all merely players. Who do you want to play as? How do you want to serve? How do you want to feel fulfillment in your life? And as you begin to investigate your alias and your alter egos and choose a team that serves you, as you begin to feel comfortable in the director's chair, in the writer's chair, in the actor's chair, I want to give you a few tools to look at, just something very simple things that will help recruit the characters, the aliases, that you truly desire and, and will actually serve your existence and the existence of those around you. Let's look at human needs. There are certain human needs that you can look at and there may be contradictions within characters within you. For example, one of the human needs is certainty. Well, the way that you find and feel the most certain might be different than the way a different character that inhabits you gets certainty. But if you get clear on what you feel would most benefit and serve you and the world around you, you sit down and you find out where those needs are being met, where they're being threatened, then you're able to live from that clarity and be the guiding post, term, and standard of all the characters that inhabit you. So certainty, uncertainty, love and connection, growth, contribution, all these things are needs that fulfill a life well lived. And it's never gonna just be handed to you. You need the plot and the story to take you to where you 
get the clarity on your own. No one can ever tell you the truth about who you are, even if what they're saying is true. You must always have the tenacity to find out what the truth is for you experientially. And you can make some choices and decisions about who you want to be and who you show up as, and you can be great at it for years without any challenges. But the challenges are here not to test us, but to fortify us, to make sure that you really are living by that and not just sitting on your laurels, expecting it all to happen because you set it up one time. You don't set it up one time. This is a living practice that you constantly get to investigate, go back and review, change if need be, but it is all being crafted from your volition, your heart. All you have to do is surrender. Everything else is fully taken care of. Can you imagine your life if you weren't living halfway? Can you imagine your life if you grabbed clarity with confidence that that is it? You don't need to get defensive. You know what is it. Somebody calls you a dragon. You're like, no, 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 I'm a human. You don't get in a fight over it. You just say I'm a human and laugh it off. That's the thing. What is your truth? What have you done to get to your truth? What work are you doing to make sure you stay very clear and that the circumstances of life don't start to take dominion over you? You're here. You are the proof that miracles are real. You are life's golden ticket. And the secret door to success it is within your heart and mind, aligned. And with that comes a huge gift. You open your awareness and you can choose to keep expanding yourself or you can choose to stay at a certain place and to fortify that. There's nothing wrong with any road that you choose because all roads lead home. There is no separate reality. A system for freedom and love and success is the reason why you're alive. It's your heartbeat. It's your breath. You're not even thinking about those things. So it's time to start looking and investigating to the things that bring clarity around who you truly are and what you can tap into throughout your day because different situations call for different type of energy. And at the end of the day, the more you grow, your energy, regardless of who you show up as, is always the same. And that's what people love. That's what people love to stay in the realm of. Now protect yourself. Have boundaries. Be very clear on where you dare to win. Life is for the winning through the giving. It's for giving. And it's a game as old as time. So as you sit with yourself, as you investigate what truly fulfills your character, you are at the precipice of truly leading a life that generates the joy, that generates the certainty, that gives you that adventurous side, that allows you to not just sit and allow life circumstances to pummel you. Gratitude. Gratitude for every circumstance is key. That gratitude will give you strength to have patience because you already are the evidence of your wishes fulfilled. Now I ask you, who is speaking when you speak up, speak up and be bold so that all may benefit from your gift? Who are you today in this 
moment now exists for you to shine, to take the stage of your life and dazzle the audience, not out of neediness, not out of equalness, because it will be out of God, the spirit, the universe's urge to express through you as you in a way that only you can bless the world with. We all have our part to play. That's the thing. We're all supernatural and magnificent because we are here. We are born. And a lot of us are still asleep. A lot of us are still being dominated by life circumstances. And no one is ever free of them. If you choose to live in our society, if you choose to have relationships with anybody. And that's why the practice is essential. Because life and circumstances will always try to pull the wool over our eyes. Why wool? Well, that's a question for another day. But for now, remember, it's up to you to keep on your game. Get your mind right. Get your grind right. Do the goods. Because you are the goods. And the good that you see out there is a reflection of you. And if you see bad out there, it's not a full reflection of you. It's a call to open up your heart, have compassion, to have conversations, to start a movement, to heal the airways. And to further investigate these aliases, alter egos, characters within you. There is no separation. There is just a magnitude and totality of all that is existence. Ask yourself, who three, who are three amazing people in your life? Three. They're just the most wonderful people that you're stoked to see and is stoked to see you whenever you're able to spend time together. Then look at what are three great things about your physical body? You have to love yourself in a way that allows you to love out there. Love in a way that gets you to fulfill the mission, the goal of that moment. Nobody can love anybody else more than they love themselves. That's why knowing thyself and this work is so important. So find three things you absolutely love about your physical body. Then find three great things about your home and where you live. It's important to honor the space of where you live. And if you don't live where you want to live, start envisioning the details of that space that you would love to thrive in. That is your home and your home starts with you. What are three great things about where you work and what you do for a living? A lot of people don't like their jobs. They don't like their boss. They don't like being told what to do, but they do it because they need the money and they exchange their time for money. So find three great things about what you love when it comes to generating income for yourself. Now look at three great gifts of unique talent and skill that you have, that you've cultivated, that you've been given. These gifts, your voice, 
the way you move, the way you write, the way you think, the way you create, the way you generate. What are these three great gifts? Now it's time to look at three great gifts of knowledge and experience that you've been given throughout your life. What are some things that stumped you? What are some things that stopped you, that forced you to grow and evolve and to become better? What are some of the stuff that you're just so good at now that would have tripped you up back then? Now look at the way that you experience luck in your life. What are three ways that you constantly experience luck throughout your life? I know you have them. I know you've experienced them. And I'm guessing times where you experience luck in your life, there's a theme. It's in some particular way that this happens. Now it's time to face the truth and list three things in which your life is wealthy, abundant, and prosperous. This isn't just about money. Wealth is about time, it's about lifestyle. Prosperity is about service and joy and God. It's what you came here to do. So what are three ways your life is filled with wealth, abundance, and prosperity? Now, I'd like to take a moment to stop and wish you the happiest of holidays through the new year. I wish for you plenty of beautiful experiences, lots of discernment and a strong tenacity to stay in the core of who you truly are, who you've chosen to be. I thank you for listening to these words, for being on your path. I live in gratitude for the opportunity to be able to show up as me, to not have to pretend, to utilize an energy that lights me up, that allows me to make mistakes, to be silly, and to own every aspect of the words that I am sharing with you. And though what I say today may be different than what I say tomorrow, as we are all ever-changing beings, I honor every aspect of the totality that I've ever been and that you've ever been and will continue to become. As we are constantly in the process of becoming, raising our awareness, accepting reality to a place where you can shape reality with your intentions, with your heart, with your joy. I do not take your presence for granted. I am grateful. I am grateful to share the words of wake up and smell the miracles. So have and intend to experience the happiest of holidays through the new year. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Sing your song and keep doing your thing. I support you. Thank you for those that reach out. And tell me how this podcast has positively impacted their lives. And I encourage you to reach out. Send us a DM on Instagram at wake.up.smell.miracles. Wake up, smell miracles with a period between all the words. Follow me on Instagram at Luminous Navigation. Let's 
be shining lights and continue to support each other in ways that serve the masses as we are and our families are in the masses as as even if you are off grid we're all on this planet together no one is a lost cause live your life give your joy give your gift Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode. It's truly been an honor, and I wish you only the best. My name is Jonathan Navi, your grateful host, reminding you that a miracle is not an exception to the rule. It is the natural order of things. When miracles don't happen, that's the exception. Allow yourself to begin to realize that you are miraculous. You are magical. Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing. Zero. Zip. It's all true, and it's all for you. I'll catch you on the next episode of Wake Up and Smell the Miracles. This is Jonathan Eleazar Navi, and I just want to thank you for tuning in and showing up for yourself. Every time you tune into the Wake Up and Smell the Miracles podcast, the messages are for you, and the impact is what you do with those messages and how you integrate them within yourself. If you feel that this podcast has brought value to you or could bring value to somebody that you love and care about, please send yourself, send them to our Instagram page, Wake Up and Smell the Miracles. You can also find us at Luminous Navigation and for a roundtable for men to be seen, heard, understood, and to break through what new possibilities could look like, you can also find us at The Leading Man Initiative on Instagram. Feel free to send this episode or any of your favorite Wake Up episodes to anyone that you feel could benefit from the messages here. Remember to BYOM, bring your own magic. Until next time, have a phenomenal day. Mm-hmm.